You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Oh yeah, baby. We are back on Monday with another Fanatics Podcast. And do you know what that is, Mike? Oh, we can talk? Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah, do? What is that song? Tell me. That is uh, Fight of the Tiger, right? Eye of the Eye fucking of the tiger. tiger, baby. Fight of the tiger. Flight of the Tiger. I said fight. <laughs> <laughs> that could have that that went with it, though. Because usually it's played during fight fights. Of, fight yeah, of the yeah, Tiger. Yeah, like I kind of like Fight of the Tiger. Yeah, I would fight. rather see a tiger fight. Yeah, than Tiger Eyes. Than some know? Italian. Yeah. Come one, come all to the Tiger Eyes exhibit. I would pay any amount of money to watch a tiger fight. I would pay any amount of money to watch Tiger Woods winning golf on Sunday at a major championship. I spent my Sunday in complete uh, thrall and ecstasy. I never thought a man could take me to such heights. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I never heard I was in Tiger talk. ecstasy all Sunday. It was it was the best, man. Hey dad, did you hear I just came out of the closet? <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> That's a supportive gig. Is it true or false? At one point in your life, you suspected I may or may not be a homosexual. Hey, no, I did not. I must have just uh, kidding you pulling your leg, but you're my son. Uh, I don't think you are. <laughs> He's uh, I feel like my dad. Like, I don't have gay sperm. <laughs> <laughs> you're my son. I don't. My son. <laughs> Chinadu says you don't have gay sperm. Is that true, Dad? Say that again. Chinadu says you don't have gay sperm. Is that true, Dad? Incapable. Uh, no, I'm gonna... <laughs> no. Is there a test for that? Kind Dad, of you run your own business. Nobody's going to fire you. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> 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 but I want to have my dad on because there's one person I know who's watched uh, Tiger as closely in his career. And you were always the most negative on this comeback. You didn't think he was going to make it back. But what did you say to me yesterday? Well, yesterday, you mean, you're talking about Kepka? Yeah, I told you. You think Tiger's uh, back now, though, right? You think oh, he yeah, can win yeah, majors? Uh, yeah, after after uh, his round and the way he played, he kind of showed you that he is getting back. Uh, his mojo, what he used to have when he was uh, young before he got hurt. Yeah, and I think kind of the only thing that can stop him at this point is that back of his. Like, if his back, like, he looks now back, mentally he's in championship form. I think he needed the British Open at Carnoustie to kind of get that eye of the tiger or fight of the tiger, as Chinu might say back. <laughs> you know, but I think Carnoustie, he rounded out, and uh, and you really saw, th- that was the first Sunday where Tiger was answering the call when he needed to, like he always used to. When he needed the putt, he had it. Oh, yes, and especially some of the shots he was hitting uh, in the open uh, a few weeks ago uh, when he was in that uh, bunker and he hit that shot out of that Oh, it was so good. It's kind of violent shot. Oh, yeah. scary. Yeah, Dad, I had a a golf erection that entire time during that shot. It was amazing. (laughs) But so yeah. you actually, you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you talk to an orthopedic surgeon who does the exact surgeries that Tiger has on his back, correct? Yes, I don't know whether he does the fusion surgeries or not, but he was uh, an orthopedic surgeon, very familiar with the procedure. Um, uh, yes, I did talk to a surgeon who happened to be sitting next to me in an event I attended in uh, Cancun a few months ago. Look at my dad dropping places. Hey, and what he said his okay. back, but this guy said his back is fucked, right? What he said was, I asked him that, hey, there's a small talk talking to him, and he is saying, I said, is the tiger's back going to hold up? And he says, absolutely not. Oh, shit. And I said, yeah. Yeah, I just liked you before you just made it. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of not your buddy anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's going to go sit somewhere else now. <laughs> I'm not drinking a pina colada next to this asshole. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, really, that's the only thing. And that's why, to me, you know, when he was leading on in, at the British Open on Sunday, he needed to take that tournament. Same with the one on Sunday. I just don't know how many chances he's going to get with that back to hold up. But, all right, thanks for the inside info, Dad. Do you guys have any questions for my dad 
about me or anything growing up? Um, when did Sean uh, first get facial hair? Do you remember? When did I first get facial hair? And was it just the mustache? It was first? the late age of five. Uh, when he was three year old. Three year old. Yeah. <laughs> Full mustache at three. But daddy, aren't we known as a big donged people? Like all, everyone in our family has big dongs. Is that not true? Hey, I'm not going to say that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like Sean, I, I can't lie. That's a real. <laughs> well, there, there's, there's a famous family story when my brother's at the pool with the other little kids. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That is a true story, though. <laughs> he's not going to tell us? What, what was the story, though? Well, you tell the story. I don't really remember it. Uh, these two little kids, there's you know, Sean's younger brother, and uh, his buddy, and uh, not his buddy, he was the same age, maybe two or three years old. They were walking around with, uh, with our diapers, and we were just having a drink, and we were looking at them, and they, they were just, without diapers, just two, three years old, and they saw, and everybody looked at them and just started laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> It was just no comparison, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that will be written on the Joshi family crest. Yeah. No, no comparison. comparison. <laughs> well, sometimes people, you know, they grow a so, certain height faster. Yeah, and they kind of stop. <laughs> sometimes people grow yeah, up. Like the yeah. shortest people so, grow fat first. If you tell if he keep getting his growth spurts, okay. work the same way. Thanks, Pops. <laughs> you got. You want to hear and my dad's welcome. my dad's favorite saying about me? What is it? That five star taste. One-star income? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Five-star taste, one-star income. Thanks, Dad. I'll talk to you later. Uh, thank you. You guys have a good time. All right. Bye. Bye, bye. Mr. Joshi. <laughs> yeah. Dude, He's... that truer words have never been so... I've known you for, what, like a year? Yeah. And that's the most spot-on... That is spot-on. What do you mean? The five-star taste of the one-star <laughs> income? That's perfect. It is. It is. You and your dad must be My tight. dad is a poet, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's always like, if you leave it up to Sean, it'll be the most expensive thing that he can't afford. You know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We're going to pay it off in payments. <laughs> it's a stake, sir. You can't do that. This is bottle service. You can't. There's no increments. Exactly. You don't have no payment plan at this club. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of VIP is this? <laughs> so you guys, you guys don't get into golf so much. You know, golf is actually changing. Uh, you know, my dad was all about Brooks Kepka. He said on Friday, Saturday, he was going to win. Did you see that motherfucker? He can bench like 230, 15 times, or they were saying something crazy. I think Tiger has changed golf. I think before, mm -hmm. what you saw was not everybody was an athlete, but Tiger was an athlete. Right. Now every golfer is a fucking athlete. Yeah. Brooks Kepka is a fucking athlete. I think the game's going to change, just like the NBA change and everyone's shooting three-pointers now. I think you're going to see these guys get jacked. You're going to see people who used to be football players start yeah. to go into sports like golf. And I think in our lifetimes, you're going to see people average or get close to 400-yard drives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going Jim Nance said it. And I think he's I think he's correct. They're going to completely change the way that golf is played, you know. And I think that was because of Tiger. Yeah, I think Tiger Muscle Mass definitely uh, opened up and showed golfers how famous you can be. And then they realized <laughs> they realized, oh snap, we could actually become a name. And you know, they want to be in a club with Muscle Mass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I girl. just do a couple more push-ups, I get sent texts like this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, facts. Tiger show him a whole new world. When oh, it comes. dude, those are my favorite. Those yeah. are my favorite texts ever. I never thought I would have the sentence "Tiger Woods and Golden Shower" in the same Hell sentence yeah. in Tiger's my life. But that was amazing. Tiger peed on somebody. A tiger ass. He goes, "Have you ever been peed on and shit?" He was going raw like that, dude. Oh, that's who was asking a girl. Oh, he was getting dirty. Some texts got released. That's nice. Oh man. yeah, you don't know the Tiger. Text? I didn't hear about this story. Oh yeah, dude, the Tiger texts are great, bro. Oh man, he asked a girl, "Do you like getting peed on?" Oh yeah, a whole bunch. But of isn't shit. that that's consent? That's content. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's Tiger, great. Tiger's a gentleman, man. He ain't gonna just peel you <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> pretend like it's an accident. He's not. He's not R. Kelly. He's yeah, not gonna he's go that far. Kelly, you know what I mean? He's gonna put in a cup and allow yourself to, you know, choose the the portion. <laughs> <laughs> He'll let you choose number one, number two. You can yeah. even choose what type of defecation you, know, you he are. He got he got urine ice cubes in the <laughs> freezer. Whatever. He got all types of. He's accommodating, man. But whatever you, know, you like. Tiger was Tiger was a complete nerd in high school, so he's just like. You know, yeah. bugging out loud. Here's some tiger text. I want to be deep inside of you. I need that so bad. I need it. I have no idea. I would love to have the ability to make you sore. 
Damn, Tiger got a game, man. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. How, but he gets some mean, weird though? shit, too. Like, uh, I could never text him. Do you ever hook up with <laughs> other guys or girls? Like, huh? what is that? Okay. Tiger's oh. trying to get us. Tiger got multiple He's trying stripes. To get the, yeah, the yeah, three, three whistle. I want to treat you rough, throw you around, spank and slap you. You are my fucking whore. Oh, shit. Hold Blair. you down and choke you. Then I'm going to tell you to shut the fuck up while I slap your face and pull your hair for making noise. Damn, <laughs> making Tiger. noise. Sheesh. I well, you could do you. that. We got a really big house, man. No, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. I've seen Tiger's penis, by the <laughs> My way. My apartment complex. That was called a cops on me. <laughs> Somebody's getting. <laughs> That's, I have to, I have to tell you to not make noise or we're going to get thrown out of here. Right. I'm not on good I terms want you to whisper <laughs> into my pillow. Use your inside voice. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to speak at a respectable volume while I'm have you inside ever, you. Have you ever sent a sex text that you immediately regretted? Oh, most of them, yeah. Because I, <laughs> when I text, I hear my voice saying it, and yeah. it ruins it. So I have to like text it and send it before it has the ability to run through all the filters. Right. And by that point, there's misspellings, and then I got to go back and do the asterisks. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I meant. A uh, clitoris turns out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just always surprised somebody wants to have sex with me. That's always like a major, like, yeah. wow, I can't believe this person would stoop that low. They really have no fucking That's how Sean. That's how all of us sex feel. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Sean sex takes like, really? <laughs> me? Are you sure? <laughs> Are you really, really sure? He sends sure? a picture of himself. Last this guy. <laughs> Is this the right shot? Double A? <laughs> the sex is only one or two lines, and then the rest of it is like yeah. confirmed. Confirm <laughs> I do have the smallest dick in my family. Are you okay with that? Are you all right with it? I could I could show you my other family members. I have this picture of me and my brother from when we were five. <laughs> First of all, how weird is it that my dad is hanging out drinking, looking at kids' wieners? Did you notice that as well? Yeah. I mean, He's like if we're you're just on hanging vacation, out. Da, 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 da. They're drinking weird, just drinking, just watching the kids. <laughs> like what? Just, just watching. The is kids. that what you guys were doing, man? We yeah. ran out of diapers. We we're drinking. Drinking Mai Tais, we figure. Yeah, was, yeah the kids. somebody went on a diaper run. And, you know, it was wait. <laughs> so the guy uh, they thought of a game. <laughs> Your mom was like, "If I leave, don't laugh at the kids' wieners. <laughs> <laughs> don't go comparing their wieners and measuring them. Dude, but <laughs> stretching them out. No, bro. Indian people get rowdy. Like Indian people fucking party. I think mm -hmm. we're yeah, thought man. of as very nerd, but Indian parties. Get oh down. no, for I'm sure. Because sure, like, and I, don't bring any cheap liquor. It better yeah. be the good liquor. At least Johnny Walker Black. If you bring yeah. Johnny Walker Red to a party. People will talk at your fucking funeral. Yeah. Like, look at this fucking cheap bastard. Did he lose his job or something? There Why the goes fuck with did he the five star right? taste again. Yeah. yeah. Five <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, any people people will talk shit at your funeral if you have parties with Johnny Walker Red. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if your funeral serves Johnny Walker Red, they'll say, say he was always a cheap bastard. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're so right. Maybe my dad knows me. <laughs> yeah, of course, days, man. He sounds, like both of your parents yeah, your dad sound sounds like dope. He sounds like a partier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah any people with party, man. Oh, I'm, he dances. He's got a dance move, yeah. a patented dance move. Hey, don't let people... They, they, sure. they, sometimes I act reserved, some of them. But I went to India, man. Everybody's acting really reserved. But it's... It's people everywhere like, man, somebody fucking out here because this, this, yeah. this population is uh, out of we control. Just, we, just, <laughs> we just don't believe in public affection. That's why there's one uh, billion people. We're pulling what I mean? out. Very sexually repressed, which is why like 30% of uh, To Catch a Predator is Indians. Did you see that <laughs> shit? Is that true? Dude, really? it's so fucked up. Watch the, the show? Watch the show To Catch a Predator. I swear to God, 20 or 30% of them are Indian dudes. Dude, I swear I to God. I think you don't even have to and none get of them off get, white people. None of them get arrested because their, their moms just fly them home. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> come back. It's They're like, sure, sure, back. you arrest me. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. They, they, they bail yeah, about. Yeah, sure. This is great. The next that, day they also agree. And then they like give the update. Uh, Suresh flew back to India. <laughs> so Wolf is still out for his arrest. That's he's, hilarious. He still wears oh basketball shorts every day. My but, favorite guy is the one who showed up like two or three times. He got yeah. caught. No. He got caught twice. He looks so dumb. Yeah. He's got a big ass nose, like bigger than me. Uh -huh. And he gets arrested the first time. The second time he walks in, and he, the guy's like, "What's his name?" Not Keith Olbermann. What's that fucking guy's name? Uh, uh, John Hanson. John Hanson. John Hanson. He's like, John hey, oh we've seen you before, haven't oh, you? No. And the guy just goes, uh, uh, yes, I'm sorry. And he <laughs> just oh, like, no. turned around and walked yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would think, yeah, because if you were like a pedophile, <laughs> if I was a pedophile, I'd be like, there's no way they're getting me twice. <laughs> what are, what are <laughs> First time, shame on you. Second time, shame <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah. Shame well, on the producer. I heard most of them don't go to jail, though. 
That's what I heard. On the really? show. The ones that I call on the show. They should put... It's like entrapment or something? I think, yeah, something about that and just didn't go far enough Fuck or something. That. That's, so that's one place where, like, yeah, take so, away yeah. little protections of the law so, and that so, shit. He probably know. thought, like, shit, well, you called me once. I'm already, you know, you already got me labeled yeah. this way. I can't escape it. Because those people can't change that. Yeah. That, that, like, you know. You love who you love. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I don't, change I don't mean it like that. I mean, they're, like, the most inveterate amongst, like offenders is, uh-huh. is like sex offenders and shit you know what i mean yeah you could change it man i don't know i love how mike was like if i were a child molester if, yeah. and then i quickly changed it <laughs> oh you have which to make which is also yeah, the title of oj simpson's yeah, book right if, if, if i, I, I did, did it, it. yeah <laughs> yeah because at first mike had it right he was like i think i think uh he what he say i think uh uh a child molester. No, he, you said pedophile. So I think yeah. pedophiles. He said, "You know what? If I was a pedophile, yeah, I stopped it. <laughs> I was like, you had, you had it right the first time." I'm just trying to be a, a better comedian. I'm trying to make it about me. More personal. I got I'm it. trying to make the audience hey, identify yeah. all the sex offenders listening. The CK at home. route, huh? <laughs> yeah. the CK, CK does a molestation joke every special, man. Does he really? Oh, well, yeah. you don't see. He asked for consent, though, didn't he? He didn't force himself upon he anybody. Did, but there was like a power thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I was. Hey, I wasn't there, man. <laughs> you want that to do? <laughs> Because they no said comment. there was an unnamed Nigerian black man in the room. Hey, man, there's a lot of Nigerian people. There's a lot of unnamed. World. <laughs> if, if I were there. If I was in the room. Well, I, I definitely have a name, so it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, guys, we are at the Laugh Factory right now. It is 734. Mike and I are actually getting ready to go on stage here in a little bit. Which this is should cutting be into lot, my time currently. Which should be a lot of fun. We got a great show this evening. What are your thoughts pre-stage, Mikey? Oh, it's awesome. There's so many jokes I want to do, but I, I don't have well, time. What are you going to do tonight? Oh, man, I'm going to do all that hot child molester stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's everyone loves that stuff. I'm writing as People we speak. People really love that stuff these days. Yeah, you try to get the audience on your stuff. side. And, well, yeah. really, rape jokes are really popular these days. Yeah. Go with a lot of rape jokes. People like that. People yeah. love, it's a lot of fun. People love the touchiest things, especially here in, in Los Angeles. you got to really take it to the very edge. Oh, yeah. Nobody gets offended in yeah, this town mo- at all. Molestation right? jokes in uh, Fortnite. That's, that's, <laughs> that's where it's at right now. That's pretty much it. Uh, that's I'm all so Tommy's old, stuff. man. I played Fortnite for two I, minutes. It is like you build houses or I was like, kind of game is this? Yeah, it's like Minecraft. Build structures. I was like, huh? You're work. You're doing hard labor. Your games. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you. Yeah, you can uh, mow the lawns. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much grass on that island. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) I like. Sounds boring, dude. That's the thing. It's like that's the type of a game, and this is a sports podcast, so I don't. I don't feel bad talking about this. Yes, but uh, that's Mike's always excited when he can actually talk about sports. Actually, add to something. Um, but you like, you can't just go at someone like every other game with a, with a gun. You have to like build you a are structure so around yourself. You're so fucking boring, Mike. That sucks. You can't, that's what I'm This is dude. why millennials like Mike. Cause it's all like, <laughs> we can hold hands and we can do this shit. Mike gets us. <laughs> he understands this. I'm the, the voice of the generation. You Don't can't just Don't you guys just love that around. new video game pillow fight? It's just so much fun, guys. <laughs> you play Talk It Out 6 yet or what? <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike talks like a pedophile. <laughs> How about those skinny jeans, guys? <laughs> you guys, now you're going after my jeans. This is entrapping. This is this too much. This podcast is entrapping. This is too much. <laughs> what is your pre-show uh, pre-show routine? What do you guys do? Trying desperately to remember my jokes. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. know. It depends on how I'm feeling. You know what I mean? Or how hungover I am. Or how sober I am. It's all really <laughs> a substance abuse problem. <laughs> it's like getting in the right, right balance yeah. of of a of the substance haze. What yeah. are you? Oh me, um, I don't know, man. If it's like a, just a regular club show where I'm just doing a set, just no really routine I have. Like maybe like three seconds before, it's kind of right before I walk on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides that, if it's like a big show, where I'm doing like an hour. I'll kind of watch the crowd a little bit to see their facial reactions to the comedians on stage. I do, I do like to. If I get a chance, I do like to go out and see the crowd before you go out. Yeah, a little bit. I just want to see like who's, what are they kind of vibing to, right? Yeah. In terms of. Uh, the type of jokes in terms of controversial versus non-controversial mm-hmm. shit. Right. It's not going to change what jokes I do, but it will give me Let's an idea of like, okay, what to expect yeah. with certain bits and how to go. That way I know how to go about it. Well, Chinadu just through. went deep knowledge. I feel like we're on Charlie Rose or something now. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Except know, for I'm, I'm wearing a scientist with it. You know? <laughs> I, I chop them up. <laughs> <laughs> I chop them up. That's great. We got to get you on a show soon here, Chinadu. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast. I was like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> on my show, on Sean Joshi oh, yeah, and Friends, Mondays at the Laugh Factory, man. man. The Laugh Factory is where the place to be, man. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, you got that from the intro video. They play an intro video down in Long Beach, dude. It is the yeah. oldest ass intro video. All I think the, it's time to update the intro it's videos. Like, it's literally it? from VHS, dude. Yeah. It's like Jamie from 1983. Yeah. Uh, we the Laugh Factory. We want to put the media in space, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. guy that did all the voiceovers during that, that era. <laughs> <laughs> the Laugh Factory. Tonight. Come on, come on. Yeah, well, Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor. <laughs> he did all the voiceovers. They that just voice. dubbed over the names yeah, of people right. who are no longer with us. Right before Morgan buddy, Freeman buddy, took over. Bill Dawes. Richard Pryor got low job here, buddy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You um, ever go up and know what you're? I, my favorite thing is to go up and know what I'm starting with and know what I'm ending with, and then whatever happens in the middle. I'm a Libra, so I like to be very prepared <laughs> for everything. Uh, Whenever no, I like I'm to prepare, overprepared, no, I fuck up. I, li- I like to at least uh, know what I'm doing, except for when I do the late night sets here, when it's like one thirty in the morning, Friday, Saturday. Then yeah. you just go up there. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, those are fun. Man. Those are a lot of fun if you know if you know how to handle them. Yeah, some of those people don't know how to handle late night sets, but it's a muscle that it's like exercise. Yeah. If you those haven't shows, done it, you don't know what to do. Those shows make you stronger, faster than like they do. Just a regular stronger, set of hot crowd, faster. Of course, you prefer harder. those shows, but in terms of like growth, yeah, those shows where like oh, the crowd yeah. is tired. Are you walking up? It's a like, bar show stuff like that. The old Zen Buddhist philosophy: yeah. eat shit on stage five thousand times, and that's how you get good. Yeah, right? well, no, that's not true. I never, <laughs> I eat this shit. And I ain't did that many times. <laughs> <laughs> I keep accidentally doing good. I keep accidentally doing well, yeah. guys. Uh, we're gonna go down and do the show, and we'll be back yeah. up. Chinadu, are you? I want to do some NFL stuff with you if you're gonna if you can stay around. All right, we are back, guys. We've just gone up. It was a pretty fun show. Good crowd down there. Good turnout, huh? You're not gonna say anything about how good I did. You did so good, Mike. I got applause breaks for for this uh, uh, couple dating in the front row. Crazy. How good looking was that guy in the front row? The have guy who looked like a, a better version of me. Have you ever? <laughs> Dude, I look like his before picture. No, it's like <laughs> it's like what Drax tells uh, Chris Pruitt in Avenger: Infinity Wars. He's like, he's not a dude when he's talking about Thor. Yeah. He's like that is a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is a man, Mike. You guys have nothing was, in common. He was a man. What he is, still as is my a man. dad would say, no comparison. Yeah. Dude, he was talking about. <laughs> he left uh, you hanging, though, on the, the homeless thing. What? Oh, that guy? Yeah, he, was oh, like, yeah. he was like, homeless people talk to you? He was like, nah, man, no. No, 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 look at me. <laughs> he was like, nah, they he don't was like, I got dark room glasses. They don't yeah. know. Nah, nah, That's nah, pretty nah. cool. Paul Schaefer was there on like, uh, yeah. Paul Schaefer from, of course, the Dave Letterman show, The Late Show, my favorite show of all time, mm-hmm. connected to my Indiana brethren, okay. uh, David Letterman. That sucks that he got security to come um, take you me away. away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sir, yes, I, I actually don't talk to David Letterman that much. Could you please leave me alone? <laughs> I can't get you on that new Netflix show. Yeah. Sounds like lies, lies. <laughs> I was like, will you touch my hand? Did Dave touch this hand, sir? Um, me and, and Trinity have a bone to pick with you about yeah, we had your transition. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you were uh, transitioning, you know, I'm gonna weather kick jokes. All, all, I'm going to kick you out of this fucking <laughs> Did some local jokes. Then you went to some weather jokes. Then you did some weather about Indiana. Then you did like a joke about Taco Bell. That kind of transition. And then all of a sudden, you was like, I love World War II. It Out was of nowhere. like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was the name of like a new. Taco Bell burrito or something. No, no. I just, I just said pack. the I just said the Saving Private Ryan thing before that. You must have missed that. Oh, missed yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I blacked out. Yeah, we were yeah. having a good time. That was we no were, transition. We that were was laughing. More, we that were was more. Yucks. That was more the whiskey at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we were doing like a, definitely a, like a band. <laughs> uh, we were, you know, Mark They were very like felt bad about their whiteness. That audience. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like I rag on white you people a lot in my act, but sometimes it's like chummy. You, know you do I mean? it when there's. I've never heard less people come out when you say, "Where are my Latinos at?" Because oh, it's yeah, normally yeah. like half the crowd, and then the white LA. people like yell and hoot and holler out of like guilt. Yeah, but yeah, here yeah. it was mostly white people, so they were like, "Yeah, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there a long row of Latinos in the back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, yeah, they didn't trust fun, you man. at that point. <laughs> they didn't. Because you was being me. mean to the crowd. I was not being. Like, Why are you wearing that? He was like, <laughs> that, poor guy. that dude was wearing an affliction t-shirt. You can see him. He, <laughs> he looks so silly. Where's your suit? He looks so. He has like an open collar all the way down to his chest there, and he's got like that uh, My Chemical Romance haircut. <laughs> he looks straight two thousand and fucking seven. Yeah, it's he, ridiculous. You're not wrong. It's ridiculous. How man. late are you to announce Taylor Tomlinson right now? I don't know. I have to go down and announce Taylor Tomlinson. Um, does the audience, does the podcast audience know what a horrible idea it is to do a podcast in between when you're hosting a stand up show? No, I yeah. think this is a great idea. Dude. I think it definitely proves your dedication to the podcast, but Yo, it also so is dedicated. a terrible regular idea. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, well, we should fit it in. Should I fit in my seven or five 
NFL predictions Five, for, the this year, for this year. For this year. Do your three. <laughs> do my three? Yeah. Well, I have to actually. Look Who's on stage right? Josh? Josh. Yeah. He's, gonna be like, well, he's been up for like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Not even that. Not even like five four, minutes? Four or five minutes. Okay, so I'll go down in seven minutes. <laughs> but here are my ten you see Mike, I'm trying to set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like 30 seconds. Ten he just got predictions. Up. Ten predictions. Hey, guys. We just had a good time on stage. Everything is good. Let's get serious. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Cheers, bro. All right. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. Cheers, bro. That was a very fratty thing. You a like very it? fratty sound. Oh, I'm so about this. This is my favorite clip of all time. Fuck yeah. Cheers, bro. That's what you trying to do. Yeah, That's man. You, man. <laughs> That's how I feel inside every morning. First, <laughs> first NFL prediction of uh, the season. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning will not finish this season as the starter of the New York Giants. Yeah, man. I mean, now that his brother's retired, you could do whatever the fuck you want with Eli. You know, Eli has not been that good for two years, and you have to understand, I'm a complete Manning stan. I will show out for all of the Mannings. Like, I would never vote for Donald Trump, but if Peyton Manning asked me to, I might consider it. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Actually, yeah. I probably would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm a complete fucking Manning stan. Totally. So I defend, I defend Eli as an extension of Peyton because they shared a ball sack at one time, or, you know, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. So, and you know, he... The thing about the Giants to me, whenever I think the Giants are going to make the playoffs or be good, they suck. Whenever I write them off, they win a fucking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? They're the most bipolar team ever. But you saw last year with uh, Ben McAdoo that they were trying to get Davis Webb to start there. And you even saw at the end of the season, Eli did not start a game. You know what I mean? Now, Ben McAdoo, I think, is the worst fucking coach in the history of sports. That guy was a complete tool and douchebag. You don't fucking throw your star quarterback under the bus in press conferences. They basically say, like, hey, what happened in that game? Like, da-da-da-da. And he'd basically be like, yo, point to Eli and say it was Eli's fault. Mm-hmm. But I think with the new regime and the fact that you hear, you know how you hear those training camp whispers? You hear yeah. the whispers from the training camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Davis Webb looks pretty good. And they got kind of a high-powered offense there. They got a line now. They got receivers. They got Saquon. So my prediction will be that Eli Manning will not finish the season. What do you think about that, Chinada? I mean, I, I agree with you. But I think, I'm think you're giving a coach uh, too much flack for telling the truth, man. You know? He was like, look, man, I – I held practice. I did my job. Yeah. We, we went over the plays. We made sure there was plenty of Gatorade. The receiver was in the right there spot. Was, you got to throw was, the ball. Yeah. You, so saw the game. Yeah. you saw the game. You saw the game. You saw the game. You saw the game. I don't want you to do, I don't want you to, do to be the coach, but I want him to be the coach's spokesman who goes out yeah. and shit. deals, deals Every with Every coach should have somebody that does it in the tour. Yeah. And then when they take he like, yeah, I told him not to say that. He went off yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to be that job. Man, Eli just can't throw today, so I don't know, man. The coach is like, <laughs> well, question. as a team, we could have done a little better. Exactly. <laughs> like, no, as I'll a take team, it from here. I feel like everybody did their job. The blockers was blocking. The blockers receivers were, blocking. were receiving. They were receiving. Quarterback wasn't quarterback. <laughs> There's a problem with the thrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some thrower difficulty. Okay, my second prediction. Okay, I'm excited. The Will first one be. was very uh, intriguing. The Cleveland Browns. Okay. Will battle with the Pittsburgh Steelers to for so, the AFC North. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm saying they will be the primary competition with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. Your 2018 is it 2019? 2018, 2019 Cleveland Browns are going to be a good team, and they're going to finish above 500. That would be fun to yeah. see. I think now they got rid of Johnny. I think the sky's the limit. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny's fucking up in Canada. Have you been I watching heard. Hard Knocks though? Hard Knocks is just an amazing fucking bit of television. There's a new yeah. episode on a night. Like, uh, if you Cleveland Browns are the team featured on Hard Knocks, which is perfect because they're so like historically dysfunctional. Yeah, you know. But I really think they have a lot of talent, and I really think like they're gonna turn it around. Not only do they have death and talent at the quarterback position, they traded for Jarvis Landry. Nice. And after watching one episode of Hard Knocks, I'm like, what the fuck were the Miami Dolphins thinking? Now, caveat: I tend to think every team that's on Hard Knocks is gonna be good because you get to know the team, so you're yeah. like, oh, these guys are gonna be great. And, and they should be because. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure too. So you're working out harder because yeah. you're on TV nonstop. Right. Yeah, things That's like when you film yourself having sex and you do extra. Facts, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, when you know the computer's running. 
<laughs> you know it's eating up hard drive space. Thanks. Yeah, babe. About to lose his data for nothing. I took two Red Bulls. <laughs> Slept all day, babe. I didn't move a muscle. I poured a whole Red Bull on my dick. Things I didn't know about Jarvis Landry. Through the first three years of his career, he has more receptions than any other receiver in history. I mean, it, and Dolphins didn't want to pay him money, so they traded him. Hmm. Who are you going to pay money if not the best receiver in the history of the league yeah. through three fucking games? It doesn't make any sense. And then I saw this shit. And remember I had the Tiger erection? Then I had the Jarvis <laughs> erection after this shit. He was in the in the wide receiver's room, and you know a lot of people were missing practice, and Jarvis Landry gets up there to speak. And first he's like a little timid and shit, and then he like really kind of get. It's amazing. So we're going to play this for you guys, and then I have to go bring up Taylor Tomlinson. <laughs> and then I have to go keep hosting a show. Yeah. All right, here we go. I don't know what the fuck's been going on here. And I don't know why it's been going on here. But this, if you're not hurt, like if your hamstring ain't you guys keep going. I'm gonna bring up Taylor and then your I'll leg ain't broke. I don't know. Like you should be fucking practicing. I want to see the show. Like straight up, like that shit is weakness and that shit is contagious as fuck. And that shit ain't gonna be in this room, bro. That shit been here in the past and that's why the past has been like it is, bro. That shit is over with here, bro. If you can fucking practice, fucking practice. You can't get no better. Ain't nobody gonna get better by being on the fucking sideline if you ain't fucking hurt. If you're not fucking hurt, you gotta fucking practice. Because you make other motherfuckers work even fucking harder. Now they had more fucking risk of getting hurt because you don't wanna fucking practice. Because you being a bitch. Straight up, man, that shit is fucking real, bruh. That shit ain't happening here. I'm just letting y'all niggas know that shit is not fucking happening here. I'm hurting. I'm tired just like every fucking body in this motherfucker. Tommy, you're going to have to believe a lot of this out. Because I can't be fucking great that way. That got to be the fucking attitude and the mentality all the fucking time. All that weak shit. Don't fucking live here no more. That shit don't exist. It's contagious, bro. Like, it's really fucking contagious. It's contagious. about that i mean he sound like you know the way i used to talk to uh my la fitness team man the <laughs> motherfuckers, they just wanted to show up to the game on the weekends like bro can we schedule a practice time we out here losing the games by 30 or the average man jesus christ i'm like man that weak shit don't live in no more but like we ain't getting paid i don't give a fuck bro <laughs> I don't it's, care, man. This is the weekend crew for a reason. Shit, man. Like that. If you don't practice, you can't be the best at LA Fitness, man. We gonna get beat by Corona and Santa Ana this year if we don't start taking this shit serious, bro. All that weak shit, it don't live here no more, man. Oh I pay my, my thirty bucks a month, just like everybody else here. I'm not trying to waste thirty dollars. Right. <laughs> I'm sore, just like everybody else. If you ain't injured, you got to play, man. <laughs> we no only more, have six guys. <laughs> no more just drinking smoothies in the sauna, man. <laughs> no more, man. That shit is done here, bro. Like, hey, one guy in the back. I'm not sure what we're talking about. <laughs> right, right. He was like, bro, who is this guy? I'm just trying to get a paycheck. I wish I could pick up game today. You know what my favorite part of this is? This is the guy who knows nothing about sports. The, this is in a conference room. It's like a high angle, like almost security camera angle from this conference room and the lights were off in the conference room for the first four minutes of this video yeah and then somebody flipped the lights yeah on. producers ran over oh he's making a speech wait a minute all oh, the lights are off it's cursing, it's cursing. Get it, this get it. isn't going to be good for the show <laughs> <laughs> i love that the speech was like seven minutes long yeah but he only used like nine words total yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like amazing that's how you know he's serious right. the same and most shit. of the words were bruh yeah exactly bro. <laughs> that's how that's how you get their attention when did bro get so popular uh, who brought out bruh? Bro was Kanye? uh, that came from the Bay. Oh yeah, yeah, the Bay brought out bruh. Cause Hella's a Bay thing too, right? Hella came out. That was two thousand and five to <laughs> two thousand four to two thousand seven. That word drop. Bay language took over the U.S. Yeah. Hella, bruh, Ghost Ride in the Whip. Is there one person that like takes a lot of the credit? In the yeah, E forty for sure. He created uh -huh. a lot of slang. Snoop Dogg created E40, a lot of they're the guys who LA. sang Red Red Wine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too Short, shit. Mac Dre. Yeah. 
you know, all them dudes, man. Uh, what's the, Kick the Sneak? Kick the Sneak? Remember him? Yeah, absolutely, for a short amount of time. Though, you know, Where was Trick Daddy from? Trick Daddy's from the South. He, from, okay. he might be from Florida, actually, Miami, I think. Something oh, like wrong that. coast. Yeah, completely opposite side. Yeah. But Tupac's actually from the Bay, I think. Is that right? Before he started repping L.A. You is, know what? No one ever talks about um, that Tupac song, Fuck Y'all. And that was my favorite Tupac song. Which one was that? That's the one where he's like... Um, uh, uh, was he like cursing out Biggie and him? No, no. It wasn't for anyone. It was like, fuck everybody. Oh, it wasn't really? for anyone in particular. Man. Tupac was a poet, man. Yeah, right? Tupac was like... He kissed Janet Jackson on the yeah. mouth. I like Tupac because he made it cool and okay to be like, look, man, I could be a gangster rapper, but, you know, I could also talk about my emotions. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. was like, he was the first Drake. He wasn't singing, but, Dude, like... Tupac had... Did he or did he not have a belly button ring? I mean, I don't know, you know? Because that's just for the ladies. I mean, he had a nose ring. Yes. So, if you have a nose ring, you ain't too... You ain't too far away from getting a belly button. No, range. you're about two feet away from a belly button. <laughs> yeah, but if you get a noser, you, 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 you options is unlimited. As interchangeable. If you got a belly button ring, I'm I'm already assuming your balls are pierced. <laughs> 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 if you a man, you got a belly button ring. I know your balls is pierced too. What would it take you to pierce your balls? Oh, hella money. Yeah. I'll do it though for hella money. What's hella money? Oh yeah, that's a good point. <sighs> I pierce my balls. It got it's a professional. Do it. It's not gonna hurt. Professional right? is gonna do it. It's obviously. not gonna hurt. Is it gonna hurt? Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Why would it not hurt? Because I don't know. The science is, is out the world. There's only days. so much you could do. You could put ice you on. You can't it. freeze my, my balls. First. So to <laughs> to freeze your ball to make it not hurt in your balls, you at least have to have an injection in your balls. Okay. Is that bad? okay? Oh, that, that's like a bad idea. Oh. Is that a bad idea? Like my babies come out. I don't think it has anything to do with your baby. I think it has everything to do with you. <laughs> well, that'd be, that'd be a hell of a, like a plot for a superhero movie. <laughs> I like, was just trying to get my balls Like, pierced. a superhero got his powers because his dad got his balls <laughs> pierced. And he was too much of a bitch to, like, just do it raw. He had to get his yeah. a shot into his balls. And every... Which messed up the spur. The spur got all super strong. <laughs> every scene is him making up a new origin story because he right. doesn't want to talk about it. The only thing that could, like, that fucks with him is metal. Yeah. <laughs> Taking my powers, all these piercings. Oh my god! Yeah, you can't go through a metal detector. That's yeah, what that's stops a great him every time. For a superhero movie. Why that. does no one know that fucking song? If I look up this song on YouTube right now, will it play through the thing, Tommy? Sean's gonna be so mad. We're not talking about football. Yeah, yeah. Like, so okay, what are you guys talking about? Oh shit, he's coming. We get, yeah. So yeah, touchdowns. Uh, Tupac. You know, you gotta. The receiver. Tupac was in uh, Above the Rim. That's a sports thing. Oh yeah, he was. I got. That's one of the best sports up. movies. I think Mighty Ducks 2 is up there. Are we allowed to talk about Tupac for an extended period of time? Oh, oh shit. That sucks. Come sit over Hi, everybody. Hey, Josh man. Adam Myers, fresh off the stage. Dude, you killed, man. That was great. Dude, it was, it was insane, dude. The people were saying it's the greatest set in the history of comedy. <laughs> people actually said, we should quit comedy now. That set was so perfect that it should just be over now. They yeah. said they said uh, they're taking uh, the, the surname away from Cedric, so now it's I'm Joshua, Josh Adam Myers, the entertainer. <laughs> yeah. I heard the audience mumble, those first two guys should just kill themselves. Oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, who are those guys? Guys, they suck. I did one of those. I did one of those. Like, I gotta get out of here. Things, and they're like, no, (laughs) please, no. (laughs) We're all gonna leave. Yeah, Sean inspired so many people in the crowd. Maybe I could do stand up too. (laughs) (laughs) I could do that. Thanks for doing my podcast, guys. You guys are such great friends. Dude, we didn't talk any shit about you while you were downstairs. I don't know. We're talking about balls piercing, believe it or not. Well, that wouldn't be like comics to talk shit about other people. No, they don't do that. Is that that CBD two-for-one shit? Do you have that? I do have that. This just Josh has the greatest weed I've ever smoked. Is that true? Fucking life, bro. Explain them the whole thing. Because you know, I don't like smoking weed as much anymore because it makes me kind of anxious and shit. Okay. But you smoke too much. Opposed to the opposite though. But, but <laughs> That's literally the, the, why I don't smoke the remedy much, for anxious. He beans. has the perfect fucking mix. Give so the I've been yeah go ahead. So uh, I've been smoking pot for fuck man like since I was 13. So yeah. Almost 25 about 25 years. Yeah, it sounds like it. I've been smoking you pot. Yeah, right, you know what? I'm, I'm trying, do, you to, do you want me to be on the podcast or not? <laughs> I'm sorry Josh. We bully people. Josh we all love you. 
Josh That's my time, everybody. Josh, no. Josh, no. Go ahead, Josh. Back to the week. Back to 13 a week. If Josh should end up being a comedian, I think he would have been Otto, the bus driver from The Simpsons. Hell yeah. New way. New Bubba. It's like, I can't. Do you want to hear my Al Pacino? I'm working on it. I'll tell the story. Okay, you go. How would you do it? He goes, like, he'd be CG. I'm like. I got four dead bodies, Christine, on the corner of <laughs> Venice Boulevard. Hey, that's good. I'm sorry if the goddamn chicken's overcooked. <laughs> that's, 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 that's but you got to yell something Because Pacino goes through phases. At the beginning, the first Michael Corleone, Chino, uh, Chino he's very soft-spoken. His voice mm. is almost velvety. And then in heat, he's at the height of the scent of the woman. Hoo-ha! Yeah, and yeah. now he's like completely like Josh-ass. The voice is just completely Man. grizzled. Hey, yo, hey. <laughs> See, I I can't do voices. I'm gonna do like the most obvious voices. Those are the easiest ones. But like, like what? I got Bane and Cosby, shit like that. Bane. You know what I'm Bane. Do your bed. Uh, into my Bane. You just yeah. put your hands over your mouth for Bane. Mm, so you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dog. Yeah. I can kind of ruby root. I, I was born in it. Here's the most random. Here's the most random impersonation I can do that most people don't know. It's like you ever seen Major League? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so here's the who in Major League? The pitching coach, the guy that's like, oh. Hell yeah. Goes, Darn, give him the heater. <laughs> I love this English shit. I moved to England. Oh, that's great. Thanks, that's buddy. a great back pocket impression. Was, I, it was a very popular joke I was able to do when I was five. When I <laughs> that doesn't Josh translate anymore. Josh, Josh, Josh is waiting for that guy to get back on. Was one of those movies you want it? That, yeah, yeah, please. Oh, I, got, I, I recommend this. So, no, the story is this. This is No, it's a three to one. So, the thing that I do is when somebody asks me something, I constantly go, I give, you hear how I started this? I was like, well, I started smoking weed when I was 13. Like, the story is this. Uh, I've been searching. I, 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 I was sober for a long time and I was looking, uh, you know, I started having panic attacks again and the doctor was like, I want to put you back on Xanax. And I was like, no. And he was like, well, I want you to do CBD if you don't want to take pills because I don't want to take pills. Pills and medicines and the shit that's out there, it's like they just want to keep you on it. Right. And there's real medicine in CBD. And once I started trying it, I started realizing how powerful it is and, and how much work I was getting done. And the regular CBD wasn't working for me, so I went to a three to one. But it took like a while to find the right blend and then I found this brand select and it's a three to one catatonic hybrid and I'm telling you it's like you get a little head eye like if you want to watch Robocop <laughs> you will giggle a little bit more yeah. because it's you're you're high but you're not you're like walking in both worlds you're That's the best, so man. gentle dude it's getting so too gentle. high the older you get getting too high is not Fun. Right. Like, you just want to be like a, in a good place. You want to be in a good, yeah, happy baby place. weed. It's yeah, ba- yeah, and that's yeah. what you need because everybody now, it's like all about the THC count and the fucking exactly. cannabinoids, wherever the fuck they yeah. are. And it's the like dabs I never, and shit. I never, growing up, or when I moved to Los Angeles, people were like, marijuana is for, it has medicinal properties. And I was like, how does it remove anxiety when I'm more anxious when I smoke it? Right. Mm. But I see it. Now yeah. that we can synthesize it, we can do things like now it's legal in certain states, they're right. able to really find Hone stuff in on the good stuff about people, it. Man. Right. Dude, I have been on this for a year and the idea of me going back to like opiates, which I was a full blown junkie, like full blown junkie, mm-hmm. buying dope in downtown LA and doing shows at night, taking meetings with Comedy Central, like I was I mean, I look like shit all the time, so they never, they really yeah, like, they couldn't oh, pick he, up on it. He just might be a little bit more tired. Yeah. Josh yeah, is yeah. always in character. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is great. Method. So, so the thing was, it's just that this, this is something that I get, I get so much accomplished. I come up with some of the best ideas of my life. I'm, I'm able to perform at a, at a level through this and use of meditation and use of reading and, and being, you know, and just classes and seminars and just all this bullshit that I'm doing. But this shit just fits into my dietary plan. Perfectly. I don't know if I should have said dietary plan. No, talk you know about what, I mean? what you were talking about uh, to me and Chinadu right before you went on stage about, about like, getting present breathing. and breathing. Well, so I, I, yeah, please take it, dude. Smoke as everybody. Please get high. It's I great. Love He's I like, Josh, this works. I always smoke his weed. Please, yeah. dude. I got so much of it. Sean's dad's like, like put it down. <laughs> He's still on the phone. Right. No. So my I, dad doesn't sound like he's from Wakanda. <laughs> look, I only have three voices. I told you. <laughs> Dubain, Dubain, right. Dubain mm, from Wakanda. Right. <laughs> You're fucking Sean. up your life. Time to bring up Taylor you Tomlinson. Think, <laughs> you think comedy is your outline? Is Taylor on stage right now? No, it's, no, it's Bill, but sh- I gotta go bring her up pretty soon. 
I want to go watch Bill. Can the three? Do you want? We'll hold it down. Come on, me and Josh gonna hold it down. Here's what he's talking about from Major League. We won a game yesterday. We win one today. That's two in a row. (laughs) He sounds just like him. We win one tomorrow. Isn't that great? That's called a winning streak. Yo, get down there and text me when how much time he has left. So let's see some hustle. Let's jack it up. You know, he sounds like a little bit. He sounds like the, I forgot his name, freaking legend, Roseanne's husband. Um, Oh, John Connor? Not John Connor. Connor. John Carpenter. John Carpenter, director of Halloween. No, Dan Connor is the name of the character. John Goodman is the name. John Goodman, yes. John Connor is the name of the guy from Terminator 2. Right. Yeah, John Goodman. She's going to blow him away. John Goodman is so good. So good. What are you talking about? So the greatest line from any action movie is uh, Reginald Vell Johnson in Die Hard when he goes. I'll be back. I'm going to bring Taylor up. You guys good. He goes, I shot a kid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I thought that would have been funnier. I thought that would have got a laugh. So what are we supposed to do? Record now while he's here? Man, it was a sports podcast. We want to talk about. We could talk about basketball. We can talk about anything. I oh, mean, you wizards. Oh, man. Wizards oh, Josh, man. Josh, Adam Myers is the biggest Wizards fan I know. He stays true to his team no matter how many times he get kicked out the playoffs. And it's respectable, man. Do you guys have a championship in your uh, history? 1978. That's the only one? Yeah, West That don't really count, too. How That's does that crazy. not count? How does, don't the, 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 then all the, of yours don't the count in the NBA 80s. was the 80s, man. That doesn't make it. First of all, that's complete and utter bullshit, dude. The ball that's was, when it exploded as a, as a, fra- as a billion-dollar franchise, but that true. doesn't mean anything. That doesn't that's mean the basketball point. players were any was, less was Will, as good. Was as they Will around? No, that. I think uh, he might have been. He, I don't know what time when Good. Will retired, but dude, you figure? No, Will, no, no. Will, I mean Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Chamberlain. Right, Chamberlain. Wait, Will Chamberlain probably retired around that time. Okay. Maybe the early '80s, but I doubt it. It's whenever the movie Conan the Barbarian came out, or The Destroyer, when he was in that. Because yeah. Will is the one with the hundred point game, right? He is. Yeah, it was just like the league just wasn't competitive. He was averaging seventy that year. I don't think he ever averaged seventy. He ever he dude he averaged the most he ever averaged was like forty five or fifty. Oh. Almost positive. I mean he had seventy. Dude, you gotta understand. You know I think he had seventy multiple times that year. Oh yeah, dude. He yeah. was Will Chamberlain was an unstoppable force when he was in the first in the NBA. Man, it's like literally the only guy that could stop him is like another big black center because yeah. that's all there was. It was just a couple big black centers. What and did a bunch big of white black guys. guys do before? Will Chamberlain, like when you're that size, he wasn't the first person that size. That's wonder where, like, no, he wasn't. I mean, Oscar <laughs> Robertson and and uh, you know, fucking who's the other dude we just talked about? Bill Russell. I mean, those yeah. are Bill Russell has twelve championships, dude. I'm almost positive they have twelve or ten in a row or some shit like that. But uh, it was Wes Unseld, Elvin Baylor, and um, and who else? Who is the other guy? Uh, Elvin Hayes, yeah, Elgin Baylor and Elvin Hayes. And they were solid, man. Wes Unseld's a Hall of Fame player. They're all Hall of Fame guys. Yeah. And the and the bullets back then were legit. And then the eighties came and and I was kind of bred into it because, you know, I just was always drawn to basketball. It's just such a fun sport. And yeah. my dad was really into it early. Like he was in a college, so like Temple University, Atlantic Ten shit. So I uh I just latched on at an early age. I remember going to like see Michael King and Bernard King yeah. or Michael Fuck, not Michael King. Michael Adams and Bernard King and then Purvis Ellison. And then we ventured out to finally when the, when I really got into it, it was when um, the the Wizards drafted Jawan Howard and then he wouldn't sign the contract, but then they traded Gugliotta for Chris Webber. And then we had yeah. Chris Webber, Rod Strickland, wow. Rex Chapman, and fucking and Jawan Howard. What happened with Chris? How did he leave that team? Chris Webber uh, never played a full season with the with the Bullets while he was there. He never played one full season. He kept getting injured. Oh, and that's the, that's a contract was. year was coming up, and they traded him for Mitch Richmond. Yeah. And he went to Sacramento. And never we took got hurt Mitch again. Richmond. I don't think he did. To be honest with you, I don't think he did. That's so weird how like a, a trade of a team can just heal all injuries. I mean, dude, I I, I love Chris Webber. Chris is great. I went to their first game as as Bullets. My dad, I remember it was announced that morning that the trade, and then my dad came home. Mm. Uh, I was in like maybe ninth grade, ninth or tenth grade. I was in tenth grade, and my dad was like, yo, I got us tickets. And we were playing the Boston Celtics, and they almost won that game. But, dude, just the energy yeah. in the Capitol Center was was so palpable. Um because it was exciting, man. Because DC is a is a predominantly black area. Mm-hmm. It's there's it's Chocolate City for a reason, man. And 
I mean, now it's the Oreo because all the white people moved into D.C. and they yeah. forced the black people out, but yeah. which is crazy, properties. dude. Because yeah. I was well, no, they dude, people, Baltimore and D.C. don't don't mix that well. Like, like it's it's not it's totally different cultures. Like yeah. people from D.C. like black dudes from D.C. don't fuck with black dudes from Baltimore. Yeah. Like it's a whole D.C. has go go and Baltimore has yeah. Baltimore club, and it's just yeah. they do not fuck with the go go music. So, yeah. but but so what I was trying to get to was that D.C. deserves a good basketball team, and then you know when Chris Webber left, it was. The Jordan years, which were garbage. Yeah. Um, and Jordan ruined the team. But basically. it was fun in a way. No, it, it was, it was. listen, dude, um, it was nice to have Michael Jordan on your team. But sure. it's not Michael Jordan in 1994, not dude. It's all. Michael Jordan when he's almost 40. Yeah, he had and a dad bod. I think he was 40. Yeah. You know, he still dropped. He still averaged 22 points a game both seasons. Yeah. But we weren't winners. And we, we missed the playoff both years and then we didn't bring him back and then we sucked again and then we had our first flash of real superstar and that is still, to this day, my favorite player, Gilbert Arenas. Gilbert. Gilbert Arenas, L.A. boy. Met him in the airport. from L.A., went, yeah. from, went to Arizona, played, mm-hmm. got drafted by Golden State. We got him for $12 million a year. That motherfucker was dropping 27, 29. Like, he was arguably in yeah. the race for MVP in 2008. I mean, he was like, that was the year he was just, I think it was 2000, I'm sorry, 2006, where he was, we were just, we were the best team in the East, and then he got, we got to the playoffs, and we kept getting beat by Cleveland. And uh, and then he hurt his knee, and then he brought a gun, and then it was back to the shit again. Yeah. And then we drafted John Wall, and here we are now. I actually read a full <clears> article <throat> about that story with the gun thing. Jarvis it, Criterion, like yeah. he killed somebody. Yeah. Right. He it started off somebody. with Gilbert brought a, a, a empty gun. I think I think Jarvis had a loaded gun. After. A bunch of fuck faces. Yeah. It, was, it started off like about some betting game that they were doing on the plane, and then Gilbert like it was like a, a normal game that a lot of them do. It's like hearts or something. And then I think Gilbert was owed money, and he didn't pay him. He came to the locker room, kind of playing around. The guy said, "Oh yeah, well, what you what you gonna do?" And then Gilbert just as a as a funding to be funny brought a, a, a unloaded gun, and then I think Jarvis had a real gun on him, and the, the fucking locker room like just ran out. Everybody ran out. I heard what I heard was Gilbert brought uh, a bunch of guns and laid them, laid out, them out, laid yes. them out, and uh-huh. said, "Pick one." Uh huh. And then Jarvis Jarvarius, where his name is, was just like. Fuck you! I'm gonna kill somebody in three years. <laughs> Gilbert, uh, still to this day, is the most exciting, one of the most exciting NBA players I've ever seen. Yeah, and when he was on, he was on. Oh and man, I, I trusted, you couldn't stop him, dude. I trusted Gilbert with the ball more than like in the last second shot. I trust him more than I trust Kobe because Gilbert was a dead eye, dude. Dude, he that one season, dude. He he was every time he hit a game win, he took a game winning shot or a game yeah. tying or whatever it was he hit it. Uh, but. Then he went crazy, and now we have John Wall. And I love, I love the Wizards. I just love, and I stay by this. I stand by it. Is um, where you're from, you rep. One hundred percent. And if I'm, I'm, you know, I, I feel weird because for years I was lying. I, when I was out here, I was lying and saying I was from Baltimore. I lived in Baltimore for a while, but I'm from the DC area. I'm yeah. from Germantown, so I'm from a suburb of DC, and so I rep that area, man, because. Yeah. Because I know those people that live there. Yeah. And I know those people that live there, and a lot of them have been doing the same work their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And all they have are the Washington Redskins, the Washington Capitals, the Washington Wizards, yeah. and the fucking Nationals and the Orioles. Yeah. And that is it, man. And That's for a lot of cities. Exactly, you know? dude. That's, Sport, dude. That's why sports is so important. Like, you know, it's like Boston area. Is a, it's, I personally have never been there, but I know it's a blue-collar town. So the Patriots have literally kept these families together. It's kept some people happy. It gives them hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I finally got to experience a championship in my adulthood with the Washington Capitals, dude. Right. And let me fucking tell you. I remember it, that video. If, I, I wept. I, yeah. I saw the Stanley Cup and I wept. And then I had to post it because it's just like that's – that was like – it was just the most. It was one of my. It was just one of the most beautiful feelings I've ever had, yeah. and I don't even know any of these people, but yeah. I just fucking was was just so wrapped up in it because all I could think about was just the years of 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 losing and putting getting so mad and then fucking coming close and we just not being able to get over the hump and just in one season not only we get over the hump of beating the Penguins but we fucking win the Stanley Cup, man. Oh, it was just, it was so great. Yeah. It was just, it was such a great feeling. I remember like Clear Moe's with sports. I remember one time, remember the 0.4 shot with Derek Fisher? What, what was this one? Like in San Antonio, Derek Fisher, 0.4. Kobe passing the ball, phase away. It was like the, the only shot 
made under 0.6 seconds ever in NBA history. That was playoffs too, game seven. We needed that shot. I remember I was in the living room with my family. We're all watching it, right? Yeah. Uh, we're down by, I think, one or two. And it's only 0.4 left on the clock. My whole family cleared the living room. Everybody's pissed. I stay there like, nah, I mean, we'll get this shit. We'll get this shit. We'll get this shit. Phase away, hits it. It counts it. They review it like 10 times because no one ever hit a shot that close, you know, to zero. And it got off his hands. I just remember that I was screaming, like, he made it, he made it. My dad's like, what happened? What's going on? What's going on? Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher, you won the game, won the game, man. So, yeah, sports is the clearest memory. You're, well, you're, you're a Lakers fan, right? Oh, 100% from LA. Um, honestly. And, and one, um, congratulations. Oh, yeah. You have LeBron James now. Lance Stevenson. What of oh you you have a, you have a weird team I don't understand ninety percent of their pickups you get rid of Julius Randle and then you get fucking it I just makes that. no it makes no sense man it I made, love Julius. it really makes no sense like why why would you get LeBron and then not get Kyrie or get somebody get somebody with fucking dude, well the, the plan was gonna... the plan was Paul George you know then Paul didn't meet with us and OKC won them over. They won them over. The Lakers suck. Get over it. You know? <laughs> no, the Lakers are actually a great team. Is that what you guys are That's talking about? Yeah, well, I, we were talking about why yeah. I'm a big DC sports fan and then we were talking about uh, I, I brought up the Lakers to him. I mean, yeah. Uh, I could I see them making the playoffs. I don't see the Lakers anybody. are making the playoffs. If we yeah. make that's the playoffs, fucking, it's, no, a, it's a successful season. That's happening. Lakers, are, first of all, they it's have a, a step great, in the right direction. They have a great young core. All four of those guys would have been great without LeBron or three of those guys. Lonzo, I think, is already a top-five defender at his position in the league. His three-point shot is only getting better. Then Kuzma's, uh, I thought, was the best rookie on their team last oh, yeah. year. Yeah, and I think Ingram is going to be fucking fantastic. Don't forget about Josh Hart, too, man. Josh Hart. And Josh Hart. Looking That's good. good. Looking good. Okay, guys. I'm out of breath because I was running upstairs. <laughs> Here's the, the last of uh, our NFL predictions, and we will close this out. Are you an NFL guy, Josh? Course. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. All right. My next prediction is this will be the highest scoring season in league history. Okay. Due to the new rules involving uh, tackling, in which you can't really tackle anymore, <laughs> right. uh, uh, you're going to see scores that we haven't really seen in the NFL. And I think this is indicative of a greater trend of where the game is going. I think when we're like old and gray, you know, in like the 2040s or the 2050s and shit, you're going to see routinely NFL games in the 50s, the 60s and the 70s in terms of point score. It's going to be much closer to a basketball score because I think they're taking, you know, defense out of the game or traditionally how we view defense. But I don't think it's actually a cataclysmic thing. You know, people always hate change or whatever. But if you look at the way football was in the 1950s, the scores were like three to fucking six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or even basketball back then, you know, it was like, you know, 55 to yeah. like 49. You always want higher scoring. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. sport puts into ball, things yeah. to yeah. like kind of make the score exactly. go up. So like it's going to be like, you know how global warming each year is the hottest year? <laughs> it's going to be like that with NFL scoring. Each each year is going to be just more and more points in the next year. As it should be. It makes the game more exciting. Are you guys with that or are you against that? You think that's good or bad? More points? I yeah. mean, I, I could always... Are you one of those people who's like, oh, the defense, da, da, da. I think, you know, I forget who it was last year where he... It was like, God, I'm not sure I know the player's name. I want to say Michael Bennett. Mm-hmm. But he hit somebody and he got fined or somebody got hit and they got fined. And then he said this whole thing. It's just like, dude, this is football, man. Like, you know it. Like, yeah. you know you're going to get hurt. You know the risk and yeah. you do it. Yeah. And... Uh, I think I understand trying to make it safer, but if these parents don't want, like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, just let them play, dude. Let yeah. them hit. Let the refs stay out of it, man. It's, it's boring. I've, yeah. I've, I have fallen off from watching football, like, I, because one of my teams. So terrible. you're one of those guys that thinks the game is getting worse, which is there's a I, good I, argument. It's not like. The defense, like the game was kind of perfect between 2000 and 2005 before we knew about this whole concussion deal. I thought there was a perfect balance between offense and defense. Yeah. You know, but it's going to completely, it's going to, it's an offensive league now. Because I think, well, football, like big hits is a big part of the most exciting. Remember Jacked Up? Remember Jacked Up? You couldn't even do, like, Jacked Up was on uh, ESPN. Um, on Sports Center, they would have that segment where it was like the hardest hits of the fucking oh, week yeah, and shit, yeah. and, they, and they would all change. You got jacked up, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no fucking Dude, way you can do a, that not shit. Not enough anymore. footage now you, for that show. You want to see some dope? Yeah, Type yeah. in not now, but when you guys, listeners, whoever, watch Sean Taylor's highlight reel, 
and just oh, watch, Chantel oh, is great. watch, watch murder him people. murder people <laughs> in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Like, murdered a motherfucker in the Pro Bowl. Well, the Pro Bowl. That's bad karma. He got murdered, too. Bad joke. Terrible joke. You know Sean Taylor got killed, right? I know he did. He's really? a redskin, dude. He How? Was, he got, it was a house. Uh, it was a burglary. It was uh, a burglary, completely random. You know, and they shot they, him in the leg, it hit an artery, and he fled so out. Wow. He was such a great he was, player. He would have gone as he would have been the best safety of all time, hands yeah. down. He was he was he was like every year it was interceptions, touchdowns. Like he was he just was getting amazing. better and better and better. And he was he was massive. Like yeah. six nine, but like like made of stone. Yeah. Like yeah. that was the best draft pick, one of the best draft picks the Redskins ever got. You oh, you're ever. you're a Redskins guy. Yeah, that's so that's too bad about Darius Geese Geese. Is that how you say geese? I, at this point, I yeah. don't give a fuck about, dude. Honestly, with the Redskins, it's they suck, and I I just anticipate them sucking more. And I will watch, but I'm just not getting into it anymore. I'm not buying any more things. Right. I'm just I, I play fantasy football just so I can talk to my friends. But the right. NFL, uh, it's like this. I just I just think it's rigged. I think what they're doing to their players that are are literally. Uh, standing for something or sitting or kneeling for something that they believe in the fact that it is even such a huge part hard, of the discussion yeah, so of stupid. our president and yeah, so dumb. it's because our president is a fucking Russian asset and he's just trying to distract it's, from it. let's just come out and say it the guy is completely in the pocket for fucking Putin everything on Russia's wish list from the from the breaking up of NATO to to you know supporting white supremacists and shit uh, this guy does. There's not one thing that he doesn't do that Russia doesn't want. It's, the great, it's ridiculous. It's the great anyways, snowball technique. Here's dude. what I have to say to you, Donald Trump. Tell the truth. <laughs> Tell, the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I love that scene. But I think that also feeds uh, into my next prediction, uh, the movie Concussion. Aaron Rodgers will be the highest play, paid player in NFL history. He did a really interesting thing the other day where he said the stuff he would do if he could be commissioner for a day, and he talked a lot about the NBA and the way the salary cap is there and the way the contracts are there. He's a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, but he's a really smart guy, and what he's saying is our contract should be guaranteed. There's no way we can go out there and be killing ourselves and then play on a non-guaranteed contract. What is a contract it's if it's not yeah. guaranteed? That's fucking crazy. But I think that's why the NBA can give guaranteed contracts because serious yeah. injuries are way less rare versus football. Shit, you'll watch six players leave. But that's but from the players' point of view, that's exactly why they need guaranteed contracts. But from the and owners' point of view, that's exactly why I can't give you a guaranteed contract. Yeah, because I'm giving you a contract for technically five years. And it's a high chance. See, I don't think play those I don't years. think that's sustainable. And if NFL players wise up and get smart, if you're gonna get hit in the head, you might as well box. You know what I mean? If you box, you're in charge of your own destiny, yeah. Not like and you're making more it money. Should, it should be guaranteed money. It should, it should always be. be it should be guaranteed money. money. Should be. You know, and that's it's unfortunate, but you take that risk as an owner when you want a player. Exactly, you got to pay them. You got to pay to play. Yeah. you know what I mean. You yeah. got to, and it's like. That's and that's why they have every right to kneel for their fucking and, rights. And, and like the, you're yeah. gonna pay millions of dollars, game, yeah, but I'm risking my fucking life, too. and I have a platform. And guess what? They're wearing helmets, so people don't recognize who these people are. I can't tell you if I, w I was standing next to Trent yeah. Bruce from or Trent Williams or whoever the fuck one of our yeah. offensive linemen for the Washington Redskins is, I'd have no idea it was him. I'd be like, oh, there's a really big black guy next yeah. to me. I won't even know it's that player. So these guys, when they have their helmets off, are trying to show their connection to something that they care about, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, it's like I, I was trying it. to say, it's it's you're right about Trump. It's the great snowball technique, man. You throw high, <laughs> you throw the snowball high so they look up and then you throw one uh, right yeah, at the totally. stomach. It's yeah. so, so you dumb. always Facts. it's just distract Facts. and then and then connect but the NFL will lose talent. You know what I mean? Like, why would they you? Why are. would you play? You just, I, I would rather the best thirty boxers in the world are in the NFL. The other ten Basketball are in the fucking is NBA. Taking the, over. The reason uh, boxing was so big in the day is all the talent went to yeah. boxing back then. Yeah. And that's not the case. And it's like in terms of what I was saying earlier about golf and golf changing, and about these guys are going to be start driving four hundred yard drives regularly yeah. when we get a little older. That's going to happen because these NFL guys are going to go play in golf. Brooks Kepka looks like a fucking. NFL NFL player. He's yeah. great, by the way. Brooks Kepka is absolutely unflappable. I'm a big fan of that guy, dude. He didn't sweat one fucking beat of sweat during that uh during that game yesterday. Okay, moving on. We gotta get out of here. Tommy's gonna kill me. He's trying to get home. Um, da 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 da. Eli Manning will not finish the season. Uh, the LA Rams and the Jaguars will both finish with a worse record uh, than last year. I think they were both 12 and four. Okay. And my last final prediction. 
is Minnesota will win the NFC, the Houston Texans will win the AFC, and the Houston Texans will be your 2019 Super Bowl champions. What do you guys think? You really think you really think Kirk Cousins is going to do it for him? I think I think I hope he does, man. I think that I, team, I like Kirk a yeah. lot. I think that team is really fucking well balanced. You know what I mean? Even last year, they were arguably the best team in the NFC. They just lacked a little bit of stability at the quarterback position. I don't think Case Keenum is that guy. He's more kind of a glorified game manager. But I think Kirk Cousins upticks it enough to get them where they need to go. Plus the receivers, Stephen Diggs and Adam Thielen, you know, they have the maybe the best receiving core in the league. So I think Dude, they're going to be great. I might need you to help draft for me. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, um, my last prediction was Jay, Cav- Jay Cavallari. <laughs> Jay Cutler will be a bigger star than Kristen Cavallari. Have you seen their reality show? Yeah. Dude, Jay Cutler is such a fucking schmo. It's fucking hilarious, yeah, It's going to be man. good. It's hilarious. Jay Cut. That's yeah, a dope yeah. rap name. But let's end it on this this week, guys. Uh, you guys going to be anywhere? You got anything you want to plug? The 500 podcast drops uh, November 14th, uh, 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the top 500 albums of all time that Rolling Stone magazine put up that list. And me and comics are going to start a 500. And some great guests. Who have you had on so far? Bill Burr, Jim Jeffries, Kevin Nealon, Fortune Feimster, Jason Momoa. Fortune. Um, I've had Chin to do. Hey man, it's it's it's, it's not released yet, but it's it's literally uh, a re- listen to the greatest recorded music in the history with me over the next yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm years. gonna check that shit out for sure, and I'm gonna make him put me on a Bob Dylan episode. Go ahead, that's what do you? Dope. Oh, I just take my comedy album, man. So look out for that. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be titled "Mostly Killing." It'll be on a Pandora, Sirius XM Radio. Apple, wherever you can find anything. And I'm Sean. Find me on Fanatics. I'm pretty sure they're waiting for me to (laughs) bring somebody, George Wallace, on stage. But I want to close this out with, like, one of my favorite fucking clips of all time. This is uh, People rag on Chris Collinsworth. I like Chris Collinsworth. I think he's a pretty good announcer. But this is a video of him from the 80s uh, talking about his dating life and, like, going out and shit. It is fucking hilarious, though. Preview. I like girls that aren't too bright because you can trick them a little bit. single men and women everywhere but how about the professional athlete that's single well he makes lots of money he's the center of attention and there is a certain amount of mystique that surrounds his off the field antics well recently i spoke to some of the most eligible nfl players to find out if they really are swinging singles or just how much of that is really a myth i think being a bachelor and and uh playing football have a lot of similarities between them. You go out and there's not anything in the world any more competitive than going out and trying to find the girl. Chris Collinsworth is a wide receiver with all the right moves on and off the field. Like the crafty player he is, you never know when to take him seriously. So Chris, why do you think those girls really like you? I think probably because of the money, you know, and I'm not going to deny it. I walk around with $100 bills hanging out of my pocket usually and uh, try and give it my best shot because before I ever made any money, it was pretty much a big nothings bill. I like girls that aren't too bright because you can trick them a little bit. The punk rockers all love me. Those are my big girls and uh, high school girls love me. 14 to 18, I'm a big star with them. As soon as they, you know, as soon as they mature, after about 18 years old, they start figuring out that, wait a minute, I know there's better than that out there. I think Chris has been hanging out with my dad. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, peace.